Welcome to American Party. Man, I've missed you so much. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I have. I missed you. Missed your musk. Missed uh, your beard. Yeah, I mean, I understand. From somebody uh, who can't grow a beard, I would assume you'd be more jealous than anything, but whatever. Oh, gosh, man. Hey, you know, let me tell you what I'm really pissed at you about. What's up? Why'd you let another dude kiss you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really have a whole lot of choice there, but what are you going to do? Um, I, feel like, well, I feel like you cheated on me. Uh, yeah, Brittany wasn't too happy about it either. Yeah, well, uh, you know, the only person that's allowed to, to be with you other than me is, is Brittany. But just know that she's the side piece. I'll be sure to let her know that. And you can deal with the fallout from that bullshit. <clears throat> hey, when do I get to come on your, uh, your guys, uh, that your, your podcast y'all do? Get fucked uh, whenever you want. We did. Yeah. We actually recorded an episode last night where we got really high and watched Kindergarten Cop. Um, <laughs> I just felt when like I- everybody's been... <clears throat> debating all this gender nonsense and uh that little five-year-old had it right the whole time right yeah boys have penis and girls have vagina so that's pretty much how that goes um not a whole lot of concern about gender in ukraine right now um no no they're they're definitely it's not been something that's that's been brought up much has it no and I, i i suppose they just have bigger fish to fry for lack of a better phrase, uh, you know, trying to stay alive and shit. Um, Today, we're going to do a bit of an update on what's going on over there. Uh, Before we get into the notes, though, you just got back from the region. Why don't you brief everybody on what you saw and what you did over there? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, so I went over there with an organization called Save Our Allies just an incredible organization that did a lot of work over in, um, in Afghanistan. And so, you know, just, just being part of that team was, was awesome. You know, we, we were um, on the, the Poland uh, Ukraine border. We were, did run one mission into, um, into Ukraine. And I got to tell you, like, you know, it, it was, I mean, it, it was, it, it was crazy. Like I, I understand it. I know me and you've gone back and forth on this of, of, you know, I mean, look, there's, there's obviously a, there, there's, there's the emotional side to this, the humanization side, and then there's the, the tactical logical side of it. Right. And, and I understand that there's been, you know, we as Americans and, and look, me and you both been in wars, right. Yeah. And, and, and we understand the collateral damage. I, I just think, I just feel like that after I left there, what I, what the team seen, what everybody's seen, the 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 part that, that that bothers me about this whole situation is is the blatant targeting of innocent civilians. Not not, I get collateral damage, right? Like, listen, we've all like we we've listen, we've had missile strikes missed and 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 killing some people like we, 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 I understand that. And I understand that that is the cost of doing war. What I can't stand though, is, is seeing a, a, 
seeing a military um, target civilians on purpose, mm-hmm. right? And 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 that's what that's what not not and it's not we're not even talking about total disregard for civilian casualties. We're talking about blatantly targeting civilian areas. And and which that, which which instances are you talking about that civilians well, were targeted? Well, I mean, just like just like at checkpoints, right? Like going in and and not just you know going in and, and and dropping bombs all the way, like walking bombs down the road on checkpoints, right? Um, just the the and, and look the, the the stuff down in in the city is a whole other ball game of you know because look at the end of the day we know we know for sure that that some of these places that they're targeting these these um, apartment buildings and stuff. I mean, you have to believe that, that the Ukrainians are probably setting their barracks up there. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're definitely in, in that, but the, you know, shooting civilians as they're going to get food. Right. I mean, we, you know, go, going like you, you've got, you've got civilians trying to leave, you know, I, I, it just, it's a, there's just been a bunch of instances the, the big thing for me was the checkpoint thing. Um, but again, I, there's just, there's, there's, I don't think that there was at any point that we wouldn't allow civilians to leave and we wouldn't allow humanitarian aid or food at a minimum to come in to civilian. Right. I mean, I, I, I assume, and I can't, I don't know, but I would assume that the Russians would say, that they are targeting supply lines because Poland and other members of NATO are supplying weapons and equipment to Ukraine in the middle of a war. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. we did, we, we bombed, uh, what were, <clears throat> uh, uh, supply lines between Iraq and Syria and Iraq and Iran quite a bit, uh, during the outset of the war, when people were trying to escape the country, uh, uh, obviously it's a two way street. They're not just trying to escape. There's supply shit coming in. That doesn't justify it. I mean, you have to be <clears throat> part of winning a war in the 21st century is managing this whole, all that shit we heard about hearts and minds, right? Like you can't piss people off too much, uh, which is kind of a weird, it's just weird. Like it, the idea that there might be rules in war, uh, is, is, yeah bizarre to me i guess um and it's uh i i would think that fighting a more aggressive war and ending it sooner is probably better than trying to fight it soft and and letting it go on longer i don't know that you could quantify that in numbers necessarily uh but again that russia started all this shit like it's not like it, anything that happens after the fact is all their fault at the end of the day uh, because they're the ones that fucking started this shit, regardless of what NATO did over the last 25 years to instigate it. And there's plenty to say about that, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, if they had uh, uh, better, it, they're trying to fight a war that they can't fight in that regard. So the, the attrition war that they're fighting in the cities surrounding bombing, taking over territory, they're pretty good at that. Right. Uh yeah, especially since they don't care if they lose people like that. It's Russian life to Vladimir Putin is is not very uh, valuable, clearly. Right. But if you're trying to do these targeted strikes on supply lines, 
you have to have the proper equipment. Like you have to have drones that can do it. You have to have uh, solid intel on the ground about who is just some fucking farmer trying to escape and who's trying to bring drones and weapons into the country and javelins and shit. And they clearly don't have it because they've been hitting uh, uh, quite a few civilian rich targets, which is not acceptable. I mean, it's like if you if you don't have the intel to carry out that part of the mission, it sucks and it makes the rest of your job harder. But you just well, don't do that. And what I feel like is, look, for what it's worth, I mean. I mean, everything I, I mean, I, I always call you before I make any stance because I, I always trust your that's the one thing about you is just your 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 ability to step back and not get emotional about things and to be able to to process through this and look at the other side is always something that I value so much. Um, but for me, I guess the, the issue is, is like I understand we hit supply lines. We I understand. But but I. I the the sheer fact of like i know of a couple towns to where the the russians instead of fighting they literally just surrounded the towns and were waiting for everybody to starve yeah right? i mean that, that's it, that's what a siege is though right i mean that's not that's well, not new in warfare that's one of the oldest tactics in warfare actually it, it's not but i just i, I just again and, and this is me you know, look, and, and I'm I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at this in a, in a perspective of like, hey, I'm I, like I'm not looking at this from Russia's view of like, hey, I want to win this war mm. because because I didn't see anything that Ukraine did to provoke Russia to have an invasion like this, right? Right. So I mean, obviously, I understand the strategic aspect of it and things like that, but I just don't think in this world today that this is. This is the way you handle things. And, and again, no, I, th is, I agree with you. Actually, I think they went about it entirely the wrong way, like military yeah. conflict, like they could have done exercises on the border like they did earlier in the year and then pulled yeah. the stuff that they pulled earlier in this week, which is demanding that all their fucking uh, uh, energy resources be paid for in rubles, for example, like that yeah. would have that that would have leveraged all of NATO to tell Ukraine to fuck off, right? That would have been the end of it, I think, because otherwise, like Germany's not doing that. That it's they're going to have talks. I think uh, sometime this weekend, Germany and Russia about that whole thing because Germany's dependent on their energy. There's a lot of shit they could have done other than start dropping bombs on Ukraine to probably well, achieve the same goal. Well, and that's what I'm saying is, is like at no point was anybody going to invade Russia. Right. Like like that they had like there were so many more steps that they could have done before this. And and I just and, and, and what's even worse is and I hate it is, look, you know, we're putting all these sanctions in place, which is complete bullshit, to be honest. Like, let me just speak on that. It's complete bullshit, because guess what we're doing when we're putting these sanctions on? Do you think we're hurting their military or do you think we're hurting uh, Putin? Mm -hmm. No, we're hurting innocent people. So, again, we're hurting innocent Russians with our sanctions. They're suffering from this, you know, and it's just there's so many so much spillage of this bullshit. And I get it. I get it. We look America has got the stain of Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, um, Korea, but Korea. But I just feel like I guess for me, like the, the hard part was was going over there and just seeing and looking at it from. Okay, imagine that today that 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 we 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 take up arms, mm. you know, we're, we're going, we have to go fight, 
And imagine you having to leave your home because you can't defend it because you've got to go fight this war. And the Russians are coming in and fucking with your family who had nothing to do with this. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, the Taliban did to Afghan National Army guys for years. And that's why they eventually turned on us. And, and towards what, the 2009 yeah. uh, and, and on period, we started to see all that fucking green on blue or blue on green, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot going on over there. And it's... Um, <clears throat> The sanctions haven't done shit, to be frank. I mean, uh, they they thought they could piss off the oligarchs enough that they would demand Putin, blah, blah, blah. I think they severely overestimated the authority and power that those oligarchs have. Uh, Abramowicz actually allegedly just got poisoned (laughs) this past week. So Putin's not going to put up with that bullshit. The ruble has already rebounded and regained all of its value. Right. And it's it might be on the upswing now. We'll see. Nothing well, we've done sanction-wise has worked so far. No, none of it has. And like, so Putin's threatening to turn off Europe's gas supplies tomorrow. Yep. Right. Um, that's what I'm looking at right here. And there was another interesting thing I read that I thought was was um, pretty interesting. Um, I'll find it here in a little bit. But you know, the the other oh, that Biden is going to now release. Um, yeah, did a million barrels a day. Yeah. Um, which I think is going to help, right? I think it's probably the first good move that I've seen Biden make so far. He should have done um, this on day one, though. As soon as yeah. our energy independence got threatened by this conflict, <clears throat> Biden should have immediately started releasing strategic reserve to take that off the table. Like that should well, have been taken never, off the table he, immediately. He should have never got us off energy independence ourselves anyways, right? But sure. but you, you know what I thought would be a great idea was – Still keep getting these barrels from Russia, the 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 oil, but mm. give it to Ukraine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're not doing well. They they've got the I I would assume that the majority of the home energy that they use is coming from those natural gas plants in uh, Luhansk and, and Donetsk, right? I yeah. mean, and those are yeah. uh, I said this about a month ago. As soon as this conflict started. That's what Russia's after. They want to solidify their hold on Crimea, which they've done, and they want to take over the eastern region of Ukraine, which it looks like that's probably what's going to happen. Like, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say they're going to like, you know, it's going to Zelensky's going to have to give up that like east of the river. Yeah. Right. He's going to have to give up that part of Ukraine, possibly. And, you know, um, that that's about as good as Russia's going to get. You know, but the other the other, the other fear is, right, is if Russia gets in there. And, you know, uh, you've got I mean, what do you think the percentage of Europe relies on Ukraine's energy sources, that pipeline? What do you th- what do you think? What percentage of their energy sources come through there? Uh, I don't I well, from from Ukraine, it's less, maybe like 10 percent. But from Germany or for for from Russia, I think it's like 30 percent of their energy. Like maybe it has to come through Ukraine. Uh, some of it has to go through the port there. Yeah. And they, and, yeah. and if if. Uh, Putin is basically if they they want Mariupol, that's why they want it. And uh, the West is in a very precarious situation right now because Mariupol is controlled by Nazis, literal Nazis, like the Azov battalion. It is controlled by them. But if that port shuts down, then it's not just uh, energy. Russia is the number one exporter of wheat in the world. And Ukraine's number five, right? So if you sanction Russia and Ukraine can no longer use its port, right, to ship wheat down to uh, uh, Europe and Africa, then we've got a big humanitarian crisis on our hands 
that is that has second third order effects well beyond the russian ukraine fucking dispute here um but but i do also understand like and i want to say this because i think this i mean look ukraine you know they're, they're they're looked at as this victim right now but ukraine's not a victim Right. Like, let, let's say they're I mean, the, the Ukrainian people are. Yes. But the Ukrainian government, Zelensky and those guys, they're not, you know, they're not uh, model. Like they, they definitely got a lot of corruption. And we we've covered this on a podcast before. Right. Yeah. And I do understand Russia's issue with Ukraine becoming NATO. Right. I mean, how would the United States of America feel if um, Mexico started teaming up with russia or china yeah <clears throat> we would definitely have something to say about that uh and some, sure. we would we would definitely do something about it as well all right let's get into yeah. um the current situation on the ground uh the war between russia and ukraine has entered its second month with no end in sight although there are some talks going on uh between Zelensky and putin governments uh current reports from the uk ministry of defense state that some Russian forces have begun to regroup in Belarus after suffering heavy losses. Uh, There are also reports that um, Russian forces are regrouping outside of Kiev. Um, John Kirby, the U.S. or the Pentagon press secretary, who is a complete clown, by the way, said on Wednesday that the U.S. had seen approximately 20 percent of Russia's forces advancing on the Kiev uh, repositioning with a significant portion heading to Belarus. Uh, this week, Russia's defense ministry said it will drastically reduce military activity on two fronts, uh, Kiev and Chernev, uh, following talks between Russia and Ukraine in Istanbul. <clears throat> Russia said it will now focus more of its offensive, uh, offensive rather, on the Donetsk and Luhansk regions of Ukraine's Far East, which is what a, a lot of people, myself included, thought was going to happen a long time ago. Um, yeah. According to official, I, I think the the stuff that went on further to the West, including Lviv and Kiev, were, were more about pressuring the administration than it was about trying to take over that part of the country. Well, um, I, I mean, I think I, I think that like I think that everybody thought that America was going to jump into this and this was going to be a kind of like a it was like a bait for us. Right. Like, I think Zelensky thought that he was going to be able to play the victim enough to where everybody would jump in and help him. And I think Russia and them thought that they would get involved and they'd be able to justify like, oh, see, this is exactly why we attacked Ukraine. This is why we did it, because we were trying to keep this away. This is inevitable, blah, blah, blah. Right. And um, I think that now that we didn't do that, it like it's it could keep it from being a 20 year war. Yeah. I mean, that's. I 100% agree with that. And I think, uh, you know, we, we a lot of this could have been avoided, but it wasn't. And here we are now. We haven't made. Um, <clears throat> I'll give the Biden administration this. They haven't made it much worse. Right. Like we're still yeah. seeing we're still seeing significant negative effects uh, for our supply chain, for energy, for food, even. And all of that could have been avoided. And that's on Biden. Uh, that's why I'm wearing the shirt Biden crack pipe. Um, <clears throat> but to their credit, they haven't made it worse by escalating shit the same way that George yeah. W. Bush did. And back in the day, <clears throat> Oh, anyway. well, I mean, the wrong person in there could have put us, I mean, could have put us into World War Three. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, but, and, and only only history will tell if we did the right thing on this. Yeah. I mean, l- lucky for us, Biden's mostly asleep these days. 
So he probably just couldn't. Uh, uh, Is he a sleeper on concert? Either way, yeah. Um, so according to officials in the UK, there's some intelligence reports that are coming out. The shift in focus, appear, quote unquote, appears to be due to Russia's struggle to sustain more than one significant ac- axis of advance. Uh, that's that is just simply not true. the The reason that Russia is now focusing on Donetsk and Luhansk is what I just said. They want the natural gas from those two regions. They also want to control territory from the river to the east uh, because it's a natural defensible border right there, as opposed to having uh, no standoff between the Ukrainian border. Uh, which could be NATO or EU or whatever. And then uh, the advances on Lviv and Kiev and uh, et cetera, were to put pressure on the administration. That's this is, this is standard fucking tactical warfare. You go to the capital city to make sure that the rich people are feeling it as well. And at the, while you're doing that, you take (laughs) over the actual territory that you want to take over. Um, Russia's claim of reducing activity near Kiev and uh, Trinib does not seem to be true, as both cities continue to be bombarded throughout the day following the Russian defense ministry's announcement. But again, that's not how you break contact. You break contact by laying down a a base of fire and then allowing your main body to break contact. I don't think these people understand how fucking war used to be fought. Like they're they're so used to seeing uh, uh, U.S., just dominating airspaces and 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 fighting people that uh, grew up in mud huts, right? They haven't seen a modern war with two, you know, more or less advanced uh, civilizations in, involved. Because the things that I'm hearing coming out of the press are fucking stupid. Like when we were in basic training and shit, and they were teaching us about the history of warfare. This is all textbook, textbook. shit. Like textbook what the fuck, shit. man? Uh, anyways, but, but again, like you've got all these reporters who, you know, they thought Iraq and Afghanistan was war and it, yeah. and it wasn't. I mean, uh, you know, there were there were battles, but war in the Battle. traditional but, sense. But it yeah. wasn't it wasn't yeah. it wasn't traditional. It wasn't um, it wasn't traditional. Uh, what am I what am I trying to say? Or it wasn't organized war. Right. Like right, this is yeah. organized. war. like this yep. is like it's ain't like a pickup game of basketball. This is this is an organized war with a with a clear goal and phase lines right like you're passing phase lines and you check them off and then you're done with that but uh even our even the top end brass in our own military hasn't learned this lesson they got so used to iraq and afghanistan being the norm that uh they did the same thing that these fucking stupid cunts in the media are talking about right now uh the russians not doing which is to say uh, pull out a Bagram air base, pull your base of fire and your dominance in the area before you get your fucking main body out. That is stupid. Yeah. You do not ever do that. Like Lloyd Austin and fucking General Milley are two fucking retards that should never be in uniform ever again. They shouldn't have any say over anything because they're fucking stupid. Like we, the, the lowest private in the military knows that you don't do that. One of the first things yeah. you learn is how to react to contact, Right. And there's no part of reacting to contact where everybody on the line picks up their guns and just walks away. No, you set up a base of fire on both sides, lay down fire while people fucking move out this way. I mean, it's this is fucking standard day one shit. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> the uh, one of the other reports coming out is that the UK's uh, intelligence agency uh, had reported that Russian soldiers have low morale and at least some are refusing to carry out orders. Um I'm sure that's true to some extent. That's all, that's yeah. the case in every single war of all time. Like if you were in a if if we were in the Crusades right now, 
<clears throat> heading back from Jerusalem through, you know, uh, uh, France to get back to England as King Richard did. And you've got your, your sacking fucking castles as you go back. You've got your uh, siege force in the front. You've got your archers here fucking watching the, the top. Then you have your main body, your infantry back here waiting for the gate to get broken down so they can storm through and fuck everybody up. But then behind that, you've got all your fucking deserters and criminals either getting hanged or stoned or in stocks or chained up or something. This is this is, again, something that always happens. And it's there. You can tell that this is propaganda. Because of of yeah. course, of course, there are people refusing orders. That happens in every single war of all time. So, <clears throat> Jeremy Fleming, the UK's intelligence director, uh, I, I don't know what that means. Like he's the head of MI6, maybe. Um, he said, "Quote: We've seen Russian soldiers uh, short on weapons and morale, refusing to carry out orders, sabotaging their own equipment, and even accidentally shooting down their own aircraft." Now, that seems like something that would be really easy to prove. Maybe not the first two, but uh, Russians shooting down their own aircraft. If you've got proof of that, then show us the proof. Right. I, I just don't trust these people anymore. Um, but yeah, again, I mean, and, and, let's, and, let, and let's be honest, like even even our guys, um, you know, like I've heard, well, you know, civil, you know, Russians were asking for food because they're out of food. I mean, I ate 75 percent of my meals out of locals houses. Yeah. I mean, they were offering it to us, but yeah, I, I suppose it's different, but for sure. Yeah. That's not something that's uncommon either. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's eh, whatever. Anyways, um, <clears throat> civilians uh, are continuing to flee the Ukraine uh, as the conflict continues, but intense bombardment, something you mentioned earlier of the Kharkiv region has prevented the opening of evacu- evacuation corridors. Now I agree that that's not great. But uh, they during these talks between Russia and Ukraine, uh, they've announced now that a new evacuation route is slated to open for residents in Mariupol at 10 a.m. local time today. Right. That's uh, Thursday, March 31st at 10 a.m. local time, which was last night sometime. And Ukrainian officials have accused Russians of preventing humanitarian convoys from safely approaching or exiting the city, even shelling the evacuation and humanitarian routes. Weeks, uh, I, and you know what the Russians will say. You're using it to bring in guns. That that's what well, they're going to say. Well, and the other factor where this is dangerous, and, and and where the Russians do have, I mean, I guess like they have a little bit of a leg to stand on is 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 they can argue that hey, you you gave every civilian a rifle. Yeah, you also gave you and and also the United States and Germany and Poland and a number of other comp- countries <laughs> are sending money and guns. And, and shit to shoot down their aircraft. Like how, how are they supposed to react to let that happen? I mean, again, they That's started the war. <clears throat> they started the war. They're responsible for all of this, but that is not an unreasonable thing to do when people are supplying your enemy with weapons. We would, we not only would we do the same thing, we did it. And uh, the Iraq Syria border, and we did it on the fucking Iraq Iran border. Well, I mean, I, and I, I think all these these points are mute points if Russia hadn't invaded unprovoked, right? Yeah. Like if Russia if Russia had been provoked, I mean, I don't think I don't think it fucking matters. I think I mean at the point that you know you got to go in and win, and you know what I mean. Like, but again, um, yeah, I mean, you know, they said they didn't want to take over Ukraine; they just wanted a regime change, right? Or, or you know, and and 
and this isn't, I mean, you know, this is not, I don't feel like this is the way to do it. No, I mean, they're, they fucked up in the beginning. And now, like I said before, they're, they're conducting these operations without the proper equipment and intelligence. Like, if you're, like why don't you, if you want a regime change, why don't you go in uh, I, and, and kidnap Zelensky? Uh, I'm sure they tried, right? I mean, there were the rumors about the Chechen hit squad that tried to come in and kill him or something like that. Uh, frankly, I don't think Zelensky's in Ukraine. I don't think he has been this whole time. Like I, I, don't, I, I haven't, I haven't I, seen any evidence. All I've seen is him in front of a green screen. Yeah. So anyways, uh, weeks of uh, heavy bombing and shelling have left southern coastal cities and uh, have left Mariupol in ruins, leaving an unknown number of civilians dead. Data released by Ukrainian officials report that 90% of the residential buildings in Mariupol have been uh, damaged. And of those buildings, 60% were hit directly and 40% were destroyed. I don't know how many bombs they've dropped, but 60% of the buildings were hit directly. That's a lot of bombs. I don't believe that. Uh, but <clears throat> either they've way. I've been, been shelling every day for, for yeah, 30 they, days. They, yeah, for sure. But that's still like we, we, we've, we put more bombs on target in Baghdad. And the opening day, one day, right, of or the Iraq war, then Russia has launched this entire campaign. So, I, I, again, I have a hard time believing that shit. Yeah, it's like 2,200 sorties or something like that. And we did 24 or 2,500 during the shock and awe first day of war. Uh, yeah. So, anyways. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, satellite images show, uh, and that this is why I, I definitely believe the 90% part of residential buildings having uh, damage because you I've seen so many different, not just satellite images, but fucking live video feeds of buildings fucked up. Like it, just yeah. the whole city of Mariupol is fucked up. But again, I have a really hard time giving a shit about Mariupol since they are local militia that protects that place are fucking Nazis. All right. I don't really care which side the Nazis are on. I'm on the other side. But isn't That's, it kind of crazy that, that Zelensky's Jewish? Yeah. And allows Nazi. You know what I mean? How does that make sense? I fucking don't know. It's very bizarre. Uh, senior State Department official reported the U.S. government is confident that uh, Putin is being misled by his own advisors about their military's performance in Ukraine. Uh, they're probably right about that. Uh, I'm just as confident that our military advisors have been misleading our administration for the last 20 years two years give or take not confident about, about, i'm a hundred percent sure they have because we see it all why? the time what proof what proof do you have yeah right <laughs> i mean yeah that we're making progress or that that uh that that the afghan or iraqi army uh is getting better and has a chance to sustain itself. yeah yeah we did a really good job um <clears throat> on wednesday on Wednesday, the classified U.S. intelligence revealed that Putin had been receiving misinformation from his advisors, overstating successes and downplaying difficulties. Um, that's probably true. U.S. officials believe that misleading information being given to Putin most likely played a role in his de to, uh, decision to invade Ukraine in the first place. Uh, that could be true. Maybe. Maybe he thought he had a better chance, but I, it seems to me like he was going to do it either way. Um, UK intelligence officials believe Putin's advisors aren't giving him the full story uh, with intelligence director Jeremy Fleming stating, quote, even though we believe Putin's advisors are afraid to tell him the truth, 
what's going on and the extent of these misjudgments must be crystal clear to the regime. I'm sure they can tell they have fucking CNN. But but don't you think I mean, you know, th- these guys are in a bad position too. like you can't just say, oh, well, we're, we're not being successful. Putin will yeah. kill you. Yeah, he's like, uh, he, he's not a uh, uh, he's definitely a kill the messenger kind of guy. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. because he's going to look at you and be like, well, why didn't you train him up to be this good? Right. Yeah. You're making me lose. I mean, no matter what, like they're fucked. And, and you know what else I think is really interesting is and, and I think. I think this is where our military, the NCOs run our military, right? I think mm. that our, our military is, I mean, how many, how many, how many generals got killed in, in Iraq or Afghanistan? That I don't know. Well, look how many generals they're losing. Yeah, they, brass they, having to be on the ground fighting. And it just shows you that, that, that their, their military structure is not very good. Only one general was killed. Uh, in Iraq or Afghanistan, and it was General Harold Green who was killed by an Afghan National Army guy in 2014. Yeah, and I think that was a, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, I think that but was like a. Uh, they have a different style of warfare than we do, so I don't know how significant that really is, but definitely happened. But speaking of not being able to, <clears throat> I guess, go against Putin on March March third. Uh, which now was 28 days ago. Um, A Russian oligarch and two Ukrainian negotiators suffered symptoms of suspected poisoning after a meeting in Kiev. Uh, Roman Abramovich, a Russian billionaire, who also he owned uh, Chelsea Football Club, I believe, until relatively recently when he had to divest from that, accepted a request to help negotiate an end to the invasion and met in Kiev with Ukrainian negotiators uh, Kylo Podolyuk and Rustam Umarov. Um, <clears throat> according to reports, following the meeting, the three men showed symptoms including red eyes, constant and painful tearing, and peeling skin on their faces and hands. Investigative outlet Bellingcat reported that experts who examined the incident concluded that an unidentified chemical weapon was most likely the cause of the apparent poisoning. Now, this is right up Russia's alley. They've done this several times before. Uh, in Georgia and and, and other places. Uh, Citing the experts, uh, Bellingcat said the dosage and type of toxin used was not enough to be life-threatening and was most likely an attempt to scare the victims as opposed to cause permanent damage. Uh, And and not just scare the victims, probably, but scare anybody else that might get in the way of what they're trying to do there. Um, An associate of the negotiation team speaking on the condition of anonymity said they suspected a third party had carried out the poisoning, suggesting it was not sanctioned by the Russian government. I mean, there's there's been quite a few instances of rogue Russian generals over the years, but that's come on, man. They've got a history of fucking poisoning people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if if you're doing a false flag operation, that's definitely the way you would do it because everybody would believe it. I believe it. Um, The three men who experienced the symptoms had only consumed water and chocolate in the hours beforehand. Uh, but a fourth member of the team who also consumed these items did not experience any symptoms, which is weird. Uh, U.S. and Ukrainian officials have so far dismissed claims that the negotiating team was poisoned. I don't know why they would be trying to cover it up. The two negotiators who experienced symptoms have both stated that the poisoning claims are the result of speculation and conspiracy theories 
and urge people to not trust unverified information. So I, we haven't heard anything from Abramovich, but the two Ukrainian negotiators and the United States are saying it didn't happen. So it probably did. Uh, I don't trust any of yeah. those people. <clears throat> um, Ukrainian foreign minister uh, Dmitro Kalaba Kaliba also denied claims of the poison, but did add, I advise anyone going for negotiations with Russia to not eat or drink anything and, and preferably <laughs> avoid touching any surfaces. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, if you went and had dinner with Putin, would you eat and drink everything? No. No, I would not. That dude's uh, a little bitch. So only bitches poison people. Um, <clears throat> a U.S. official stated that there might be environmental reasons for the symptoms and blah, blah, blah. Russian officials have denied that Abramovich and the two negotiators were poisoned that they uh, have or that they have any links to the incident. So it could just be a coincidence. That'd be an awfully powerful coincidence, though. Um, yeah. Talk about bad timing. Yeah. I mean, they poisoned Alexei uh, Navalny uh, 2020, I believe. He was an anti-corruption activist there in Ukraine. Um, and then there was that other guy in Georgia that they his face got all fucked up from whatever they gave him. Um, who knows? Uh, let's see. Air table. Let's do some advertisements right quick, and then we'll. Finish I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm out here. I'm on the road right now. I'm actually in a hotel room. And I'll tell you what I'm missing right now. I'm missing my ghost bed. Um, you can go over and check out Ghost Beds at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They got a 20 year warranty, 101 nights. Um, no questions asked. Returned um return it uh full money back they um i think they're offering 30 or 40 percent off on the they have bundles over there um you get two mattress or uh two pillowcases mm. with uh a purchase of the mattress they got the adjustable bed i just got the um i got the matrix that's 3d matrix yeah matrix. i got the 3d matrix they got badass cooling technology um they also have a payment plan that you can get uh, depending on your credit, but as low as what we figured up, like 60 bucks a month or something like that. No, it's like 35, 60, 35, yeah. 60, uh, for 60 months. Um, so go over there and check it out. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up is Babbel. Uh, right now you can get a three month Babbel subscription. You get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Go to babble.com. Use the promo code American. Uh, it's, you know, the number one language learning app in the world. They don't use BS, AI, robots to teach you. It's actual uh, language experts that use scientifically proven methods to teach you a new language. It's uh, broken down into 15-minute segments. So you can learn at your own pace. You can do as many of those as you want. They have 14 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Uh, and their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Uh, there's a lot of ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcast games, video stories, and even live classes. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your language learning today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Go to Babbel.com. Use the promo code AMERICAN. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Code AMERICAN. Babbel language for life. Speaking of Ukraine, uh, at least the government 
part not completely being victims here. Uh, a video has surfaced recently uh, purportedly showing the torture of Russian POWs <clears throat> at the hands of Ukrainian soldiers. In the video, men wearing Russian military uniforms are taken out of a van before being shot in the knees by uh, people wearing Ukrainian military uniforms. Uh, the Ukrainian authorities have not said have said they have not confirmed the authenticity of the video and uh, they will be carrying out an investigation to determine if a war crime had been committed by Ukrainian troops. Translators who examined the video noted that the men carrying out the attack used the Ukrainian pronunciation when saying the name of the city Kharkiv. Uh, uh, the video was filmed in the village of Malaya Rohan in the Kharkiv region and was uploaded two days after Ukrainian forces had announced uh, they had taken retaking the village. Some Ukrainian officials have dismissed the clip as Russian propaganda, saying that Russia has staged similar videos in an attempt to discredit Ukrainian troops. What other videos have been sent where Russia is shooting their own people? Like these dudes, the, these Russian dudes that got shot would definitely know whether or not the person they're talking to is a Russian or Ukrainian soldier. Yeah. So what did they, they just like, Hey, we got to shoot you, bro. Sorry. Like nobody would fucking yeah. that happen. Hey, this isn't a hey, fucking man. movie. People are not going to say yes to that shit. Um, <clears throat> Zelensky released a statement saying that the men responsible for the shooting will be punished if an investigation proves the video to be credible. Uh, the torture of these Russian POWs is only one of the many instances of war crimes being committed in Ukraine by both sides. Uh, since February 27th, the Ukrainian Ministry of Internal Affairs has shared photos and videos of dead Russian, <coughs> excuse me, dead Russian soldiers, along with dozens of videos of Russian POWs being interrogated. These videos have raised concerns about potential violations of Article 13 of the Third Geneva Convention, which states that POWs should be protected against insults and public curiosity. Um, so they've been committing quite a few war crimes, some more egregious than the others. Obviously, um, international expert Daniel Erasmus Khan has said that uh, that's a hell of a name. Daniel Erasmus Khan, Jesus Christ, has said that filming POWs and posting the videos online is incompatible with the Geneva Convention on the Treatment of Prisoners of War. Um, reports have also emerged of Russian forces threatening, kidnapping, detaining, torturing several Ukrainian journalists in occupied areas. Uh, a journalist for the French radio station in Ukraine was captured by Russian forces and held for nine days during which time he was subjected to electric shocks, beatings with an iron bar, and a mock execution. Uh, a Ukrainian governor in Luhansk claimed on March 11th a Russian tank intentionally fired on a home for the elderly, killing 56 and wounded 15. There's no evidence that that happened, but, you know, uh, it's... I, I ask... I, I want evidence, but I'm not... I, I don't think it's not true necessarily, but I have no reason to believe that it is. Um, <clears throat> multiple other war crimes have been reported, such as artillery and airstrikes against civilian targets, uh, like schools and apartment buildings. But apartment buildings and mosques are something that we had to fire on from time to time, too, because shitheads were shooting from it. Um, yeah. Scattered reports of civilians uh, having hand grenades thrown at them or being intentionally shot. I mean, look, fucked up shit happens in war, so there's no... Uh, I, I, again, I have no reason to believe this is happening, but I also don't doubt that it's happening. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, I just want to be clear. This isn't about justifying what Russia is doing. And I'm tired of people framing it that way. I don't give a fuck about Russia. If that country got 
wiped out tomorrow and didn't exist anymore, I wouldn't care at all. Um, it would be sad for the people, but as far as the government goes or their fucking global ambitions, I don't give a shit about these assholes. Um, but if we're going to fucking make close allies with somebody, I want to know who they are. And I think we figured out who Zelensky is. He's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Um, now this, <clears throat> for the first couple of weeks of this conflict, even leading up to it in some cases, it seemed like it started with just people on the left trying to beat the, the drum for war. And then some of the, the establishment Republicans joined in because they didn't want to seem like pussies probably, or more likely uh, because they wanted to make sure that the fucking kickbacks they're getting from defense contract uh, contracting companies like Boeing and Lockheed are and general dynamics and, and Raytheon are still going to come through. Um, For sure. But now it seems like the coalition of rational people is getting smaller and smaller. Uh, during an interview with uh, Tulsi Gabbard the other night, <clears throat> Sean Hannity said that if Putin wants to use, uh, this is a quote, if Putin wants to use chemical, biological, nuclear weapons, he's got to know that this entire country is going to be blown off the face of the earth. Um, he went on to say, and this is just a completely unnecessary provocation from a major member of the media. He's one of the top three listen to people in all of America, whether you like it or not. Um, Hannity went on to say, quote, and that, by the way, that's the same shit that uh, Lindsey Graham said, like the, along the same lines, like just shut the fuck. You're not going to fight the war. You will bitch. Shut your fucking mouth. Um, <clears throat> Hannity went on to say, I pray to God we never get to that point. But that's always been a threat, and that remains a threat here. We can't cower in fear that we have mutually assured destruction pretty much for uh, uh, all of our lifetime, that we have mutually assured destruction pretty much all of our lifetime. Well, sorry, man. You may not want to believe that it's true, but it is, you stupid fuck. Like, it's what the fuck are you talking about? What, why, why even bring that up? That's like you're in an, uh, in an argument with your wife. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, you know what? If you fucking, if you fucking hit me, I'm going to hit you back right in your fucking face. Like, why would you even, why say that? Nobody's talking about using chemical weapons or fucking nukes. Russia has not at any point animated that they plan on using nuclear weapons. So why even, why are people in our press bringing that up now all of a sudden? Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. A fact that was seemingly overlooked by Hannity is that in the event of a nuclear attack by the Ru- by by the U.S., Russia would use its submarines to nuke the U.S. in retaliation, ensuring both countries are destroyed. <clears throat> Roughly a week ago, Russia demonstrated a hypersonic missile that's capable of surpassing U.S. missile defense systems, further increasing tensions. Yeah, I mean. So your response to that is like, fucking do it then. Nuke us. We'll nuke you back. That's the behavior of a fucking moron. Like you can't, that's not how you handle that situation. These guys lit George W. Bush up for that back in the day. And he was like, bring it on. Like, no, dude, we're not trying to fucking get into fights with people like you. What yeah. you bring, bring it on to you. Leave us the fuck out of it. Uh, earlier this month, Hannity voiced his opinion that NATO countries should secretly bomb a 40 mile long convoy. Of Russian troops headed for Kiev. Um, <clears throat> according to Hannity, uh, if we could see on satellite imagery where the convoy is, 
maybe NATO might take some of their fighter jets and maybe they can use some drone strikes and take out the whole damn convoy. Then nobody takes credit for it. Then Putin won't know who to hit back. Like, uh, really? Yeah, right. Just a, yeah. a fucking Air Force shows up out of nowhere, wipes out a 40 mile long yeah. convoy. And they're like, oh, man, what happened? Oh, yeah. Must have been when aliens. <laughs> a fucking imbecile, Putin's man. Gonna, Putin's going to go on Joe Rogan and just be like, oh, I don't, I don't even know what happened. All of a sudden, we started getting these sophisticated airstrikes. Yeah. Then he's going to get, he's going to, then he'll tweet. English language on him. Yeah. They'll tweet out, uh, the videos and, and Twitter will ban them, right, for misinformation. Uh, experts have already warned that an attack such as the one described by Hannity could drastically escalate the conflict, obviously, and possibly lead to nuclear war. Again, obviously, um, Putin's already warned against outside interference in the conflict, saying, quote, if you do, you will face consequences greater than you than any of you have faced in history, all the blah, 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 whatever he's saying is bullshit anyways. Like, th- that's the kind of threat from a weak dictator because yeah, it's Putin, you like, can't even you can't you can't even get across the river in fucking yeah Ukraine, you can't get across the river or feed your troops so we're not too concerned about all that but yeah yeah bro cool story yeah uh but that's that's how it goes with uh weak despots they make really vague threats like oh you're you're gonna see the shit the likes you've never seen before like well we've seen some pretty bad shit so uh, it's like North Korea is ready to go to war with this. Like, okay, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. The Hope only right. the only war North Korea could do is uh just firing nukes at people. Like they their people are already starving to death now without a war. Like how the fuck are you gonna do when you start fighting and you have interrupted supply lines and shit? Um the Russian president has raised his country's nuclear forces to high alert in response to what he's called aggressive statements by NATO. Uh which I, I don't know if NATO specifically has made aggressive statements about nuclear war, but they've certainly been supplying uh, weapons and supplies to Ukraine. Um, <clears throat> Joe Biden has promised not to commit U.S. forces to the ongoing conflict, although the U.S. and Europe continue to supply weapons and equipment to Ukraine. Uh, although he did in a meeting with some 82nd Airborne guys say, you're going to see Ukraine soon and blah, blah, blah. And then the obviously the administration has to say, well, what he actually meant was like, if you have to translate for every time the president makes a statement, maybe it's time to invoke the 25th Amendment because that uh, mongoloid doesn't deserve to be the president anymore. Right. Uh, and later on in the week, he said that uh, uh, what was the exact quote? Um, he said he said that, for, didn't, did, like, that, that he didn't need to stay in power. And God's I agree. Sake. I mean, I, I mean, I but I agree. I mean, I agree that if we are if we are going to do something, if. Again, if if it gets to the point to where we are going to act, we don't go in Ukraine. We fucking we start at Russia. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, the president of the United States, while he's actively engaged in a uh, a proxy war, which we said we weren't going to do anymore. Yeah. And he says, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. That is. If Putin said the same thing right now, he was like, hey, I see my, my troops are reporting here's video and then here's statements in the press of the United States fucking sending weapons and aid to Ukraine right now. This guy can't form a complete sentence. For God's sake, Biden cannot stay in power. And if he said that, we, shit, we would we would take that as a direct threat. We would take that as a direct threat. And Putin is uh, and the White House is trying to explain away 
the things that he said and shit like that, but it's not going to work, man. We know that this guy is out to lunch. Like nobody thinks, Nobody thinks Biden is fucking uh, cog- uh, like coherent at all, right? There's no way. You don't? <sighs> no. You I'm don't not sure. I'm not sure he's even a person. I think he might be like a fucking robot and is running out of batteries at a rapid pace. It's like that Energizer yeah. bunny when it, the batteries start to run out. Remember the it was there's the Energizer bunny and then the other bunny and the other bunny's running oh. out of fucking battery power. That's what yeah. Joe Biden is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh. And the other part of that whole situation is that uh, uh, domestically we're fucked right now. I mean, energy's fucked up, supply chains fucked up. Biden's telling people that we're gonna like, yeah, you're definitely gonna experience food shortages. Why? We're paying people in the Midwest not to grow food, right? To keep prices regulated. Just maybe let them grow the food. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> man. Fuck, man. Fuck. I don't get it. At any rate, uh, fuck these people. And uh, fuck oh, all of you. We'll see you in hell. See you in hell. <laughs> see you in hell. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.